Okay. Alright, what's up everybody? How we doing out there? This is Osin with the Book of Osin Life of Detours podcast coming back at you with the Getting to Know Osin Part 2. So, just continuing on from what we did last week. Um, just want to give you guys a quick recap as to what we're doing here. So, um, basically the podcast is going to be... Um, I want to uh, take with the same form of like my book interviews and sit down with people and basically have uh, us tell each other our stories and stuff like that and like um, just sit down with each each person just have like little conversations just like with the book like just uh, like tell our story kind of from start to finish figuring out like how we became involved or like how where they came from things like that um, and uh, it's gonna be super duper dope. Um, we're going to get to there, but I think uh, first what I have to do is I have to tell you guys who I am. So that's where the intro came from last week, and that's where we're going to continue on this week. So that is all coming from uh, the book. So that's the book of Ostin. That's the one that I wrote. I did that not too long ago, about two years ago now, I guess. Or, well, I guess it came out about a year ago, so that's dope. Um, but yeah, so like it says on the cover, I am the product of all my precisely fallen life events. So. We're just kind of taking inventory and like figuring out how we ended up, how I ended up sitting here at this point. So just kind of telling all the little stories that kind of add up to the timeline that made it to where I'd end up right here. So that's what we're going for. Um, so before we start, um, I'll give you a little recap of last week. We uh, basically made it through uh, like my childhood kind of and then like going through like a few things with mom and everything and then uh, moving in with grandma and then we ended up with uh, losing my dad at the end there, so we're going to have to kind of pick up from there and try and make things kind of jolly again. So on that note, I'm going to go ahead and finish that. Um, but uh, before I start, let's go ahead and say another little thank you to Anchor, because that's the uh, the app that I'm using, and it's actually like super easy to use. Um, I literally took me like 10 minutes to get this shit up on like Spotify. Um, I was still having some problems with the Apple Podcasts and whatnot, but they're just a little bit more complicated. You know, Spotify is kind of where it's at. Um, but so thank you to them. And then I never said fucking thank you to my sister Brittany for fucking getting me this uh, mic and everything, which is making all this possible. I mean, I could have done it without, but I don't know if you've noticed, but this sounds super fucking crispy on this mic. So you're welcome. And thank you, Brittany. So that's dope. Um yeah, so I think that's pretty much all there, but uh, while you're here, while you're listening, let's go ahead and fucking, um, whatever app or whatever you're on, let's go ahead and give this one a like, and then uh, just follow the podcast, because if I can get to 50 listeners, I can start like getting ads and whatnot on it, I believe. I'm not exactly sure how it works, because it doesn't even fucking tell you until you get 50 people, so there's that. Cheers to that. Yeah, it's like 10.30 in the morning, but I'm not telling this story without a beer. So, um, yeah, so, uh, on that note, just go ahead and fucking like and, like, subscribe and all that stuff here, um, it's going up on YouTube, fucking Spotify, all that shit, so, yeah, that's how that's going, um, hook it up, and we'll fucking get this thing rolling, then I'll be able to do this all the time, and you guys can just listen to me bullshit, you know, sounds cool to me, bro, I don't know if you guys are down, but I'm definitely down with it, um, so, let's go ahead and hop right back into the story, so, pretty much, this point uh dad died whenever i was 15 i was just about to turn 16 this was in 2012 um april 27th i think of 2012 something like that um i I don't don't really pay attention too much to the date except for fucking whenever i get reminded on the day you know what i mean 
Um, but so after that, everybody fucking like lost it. So everybody started like kind of going their own separate ways, dealing with things in their own ways. Like all the sisters, um, Olivia had already graduated, I think at this point. So she was off doing her thing. Um, uh, Brittany and Autumn were just about to graduate and I was a sophomore in high school. I believe I was at the time. Um, but at that point, um, kind of like my ninth grade year, I'd kind of like started messing around, um, just like partying a little bit, like having some people over on the weekends and like getting like a 30 pack of beer and we have a fucking fire and all that stuff. And like, uh, it was all fun and games at first, you know? Um, and then, uh, actually that same year, I remember we got caught for going to a party, um, and, uh, like half ass, we got like in trouble with the football team or whatever, but, uh, yeah, we all got caught out at my buddy David Bunyard's house that time. And it was it was pretty chill. Everybody like hopping out the windows, running off in the woods, fucking. It was crazy. Um, but so after Dad died, we kind of like I for one definitely started just drinking more. Like not so much like just like on Fridays or Saturdays every once in a while. It was like I'd just be drinking throughout the week. You know what I mean? And like um, I had already started smoking cigarettes at this point. I actually started smoking cigarettes um, at uh, Brittany's friend Rebecca's house, the same place where I partied with Dad that time. Or well, it was a different house, but it was her house. Um, they had a fucking cigarette rolling machine in there and everybody was just hanging out and like you could just fucking roll yourself a cigarette and start and smoke it you know if you wanted one and I was just like fuck it you know everybody's doing it and uh, I know that was the day that I got fucking addicted to cigarettes actually which is why I have this fucking weird little nicotine patch on my back and I kind of wish I had a vape right now but I don't have one so fuck it Um, so what the fuck was I talking about okay so I started drinking a little bit a little bit more. Um, I had like a core group of friends. It was like me, my buddy Dakota, um, who actually, he went through a few things and had to move back and forth from Waldron back to Mina. So he kind of like was in and out there, but I'd go and see him all the time and stuff. And then uh, my buddy Jordan Dean, of course, was always around. And then my buddy Heath, like we kind of came back around to being like better friends. Like we'd been friends before, but he was like kind of around, you know, um, so, uh, I had like a, like a core group of friends. Most of them were like from football, you know? Um, and so after that, like, we were just kind of like partying and shit and fucking, uh, just getting a little bit too crazy. I was definitely drinking a little bit too much. And then we, uh, go into kind of skip through my junior year. Cause well, junior year, I think was the year that mom, she got out of prison and she went back not too long after that. Or, no, I think I have that mixed up. I think that's whenever she was getting out of prison, like, not too long after that or something like that. I'm not exactly sure the timeline on that. But, uh, so, in high school, no, she was definitely still in prison because whenever everything went down that I'm about to talk about, she wasn't there. Um, so, basically, in high school, um, we, or in my senior year, uh, we had started, like, we were throwing all these parties, you know, we were getting crazy, and we had this one little friend, it was me, my buddy Dakota and Jordan Dean, and then uh, it was uh, our buddy Billy Dollarhide, who basically like I didn't want to be friends with because his there's his there's family connections with my dad's death and all that stuff. You know what I mean? So like I had kind of like axed him out, but he ended up getting back into the group somehow. I think it was mostly Dakota, but like I don't fault him for it or anything like that. You know what I mean? But uh, so it was uh, the four of us basically: me, Dakota, Dean and uh billy and then uh we were all kind of like partying you know fucking around and stuff and then uh we had this little friend his name was sean 
and he was uh, an, he was adopted, um, and he didn't really have a lot going for him. Unfortunately, he was like a little. He was a really small kid, and he had like real bad like ADHD. Like he was fucking like all bouncy and shit. You know, he'd like uh, cuss too much for sure, which we all fucking loved. We thought it was hilarious, but uh, he could kind of rub people the wrong way, I guess. Unfortunately, but like we loved him, we kept him around. Uh, we'd sneak him into the fucking field house in the mornings and after school and stuff, and like he'd hang out with us all the time. And the only thing that he ever wanted to do was just go to one of our parties. So uh, he was always talking about it, but he could never get out of the house. Like he all every day, he had to go home, and like I think he was in bed at like eight thirty or nine or something like that at his mom's boyfriend's request. Um, he had a cell phone, but they'd take it away from him whenever he'd get home, so he could only have it at school or something like that. Um, so it was just kind of like a weird situation for this poor kid, dude. Like he didn't have a lot of friends, and also his home life kind of super sucked. And so all we wanted to do was get him to a party. You know what I mean? So uh, sometime in my uh, the first semester of my senior year, um, we threw this big-ass party out at the uh, at Rosie's, actually, at the alpaca farm. She had built, on the other side from the alpaca farm, she would built these, like, vacation homes or whatever. And one of them was this big-ass castle. So... We rented the castle out for the night, and fucking we threw down a freaking banger, bro. Like, uh, basically, we went and we tried to pick up a keg, which apparently is super hard to do if you're in a dry county and you're trying to fucking find a place to get it filled up. Um, so we didn't end up getting that to happen, but uh, we ended up getting like just as much beer as we could. Uh, we roll up, and uh, uh, we're setting up the fucking. It's it's like a legit like it's like a, it's built like a castle has like the ramparts and shit and like the up top is like spot you can go and like we basically turned that into the smoking section there were fucking uh knights like armored knights like posted up and shit and like there were swords everywhere and shit which we put up all except for one which i carried throughout pretty much the whole party so i showed up to uh we basically went to go pick everybody up because not everybody knew where it was so we went to the high school and fucking um i show up and there's just like i'm saying like 10 15 cars probably all full with like four or five people and uh, I show up to the fucking high school parking lot. I fucking get out with the sword, and I'm like, fucking, let's go, dude. And we fucking all roll out. There's, like, a caravan of people going out to this party. And so we started out with, like, I'd say, like, 20, 30 people at the most, like, at the beginning. And, I mean, that was, like, kind of crazy because the place wasn't huge, but it, it had a lot of land. So, like, people were able to go outside, and, like, there was plenty of room for everybody. But um, we we had enough beer. I'll tell you that for damn sure. We had enough beer and there was alcohol everywhere. But uh, fucking uh, at a certain point, like the party just kept growing and growing, and like it, like the whole place was just surrounded by people. Like there was probably like I want to say there was like well over fifty, like c- coming up on a hundred people probably. And like there were there was like an old couple there that had heard about it on fucking um, I think they said Craigslist or something. A couple of people had found about found out about it just being at Walmart or something like that, and like. It just ended up being a fucking crazy party. There's more about it in the book. I might talk about it later on, but I kind of got to brush past it to get on to a bigger story. But, uh, yeah, fucking crazy night. So we come back to school the day or, like, the week after that, and fucking we're talking to Sean about it, dude, and, like, he's just like, dude, I fucking wish I could be there and all this stuff, man. And, like, uh, it's like one of these times I'm going to get to go to a party like that and we're all going to have a fucking great time. We're like, dude, yeah, anytime. You can fucking get out of the house. We'll fucking party with you, right? And uh, it's only a couple of weeks later he comes to school, and uh, he's 
telling us this crazy story, right? So he's sitting in his mom's boyfriend's truck. His, his mom's boyfriend is super sketchy fucking old dude. Super fucking mean to him, uh, first off. But he, uh, like, calls people from private numbers. Nobody really knows who he is or where he came from, honestly. And uh, so Sean's sitting in his fucking truck, and they're about to go to... Um, about to go to town and he drops something behind the seat and he goes to reach back there right and there's these walmart bags apparently like there's like six of these walmart bags back there and he reaches into one and he pulls out a fucking bank envelope and it's just full of just random bills like just a shit ton of money in just this one envelope and like the whole bag is filled with envelopes and he looks back there and there's six of these bags and they're all full of the same shit and so he's like okay that's fucking right he puts it back and he comes to school and he's telling us about it we're like, dude, we don't fucking believe you. Like, obviously, that can't be true, right? And so he was like, dude, I'll fucking prove it. And, like, the next couple of days go by, and he comes to school one day with a fucking envelope. And there's, like, I remember there's, like, five grand in it or something like that. And he, and, like, we fucking uh, all split it up together and fucking, um, like, basically just kind of started, like, uh, spending money here and there, you know, buying a couple of things that we wanted. And we were uh, just spending money out of town. So, like, we would go... Sometimes, like, right after school, we'd leave, and we'd fucking go up to Hot Springs or, like, Fort Smith or something. We'd go to the mall, and, like, I bought myself, like, a few things. Like, I had, like, a really nice, like, jacket and, like, some new shoes and stuff like that, which I'd never really, you know, it was, like, top-of-the-line shit, you know what I mean? I'd never really gotten that opportunity, so I fucking bought that shit. Um, bought myself a laptop with it because I knew I was going to fucking need one at some point, and, like, that was really cool. Um, and then uh, after that... Uh, Sean basically, like, for the next couple of weeks, like, every, like, week or so, he would go in and he'd get, uh, another one of the envelopes, and, like, they were all different amounts every time that he would go in there, and, like, so the first time was, like, 5,000, and then, like, the second time was, like, 8, and then there was one that was, like, 11, and then one that was only, like, 4, and, like, a 2,500 or something like that, so this was all, like, in, like, going through, like, November, December of 2013, I think it is. And, uh, so, uh, fucking, he's just bringing these to school, we're kind of, like, stacking up money here and there, we're also kind of, like, blowing it, but, um, like, I'm spending all my money out of town, we had all these plans of, like, just make sure, like, you're not fucking, like, showing it off in town, and, like, do being stupid with it, because, like, we can't explain where this fucking money came from, if anybody asks any questions, we're gonna have to fucking, like, we're gonna be in a lot of trouble. Um, but, so, what we found out, or what we, somebody had told us, I don't know where this fucking rumor came from. But um, there had been a bank robbery in Cove, Arkansas, apparently, which is only like 15 miles away from fucking Mina. Um, and we had convinced ourselves that this dude had robbed that bank. And uh, it kind of made sense because it was a First National Bank um, envelopes that they were in. It was First National Bank that had been hit at the time. And fucking um, we, like, honestly, like, we were just fucking little kids, you know, and fucking somebody had presented us with this money and we were kind of just looking to justify it but like first off the dude was a dick second off we were pretty sure the money was stolen and third off the money was basically just being given to us so like i mean it was really hard to say no man like i mean i know like looking at it now like the stealing part of it was bad and shit but like i you know i'd never seen that kind of money and fucking it was just like a weird situation so we kind of went with it and rolled with it you know and it was fucking crazy um so Later on, at a certain point, um, Sean is talking to his, like, sister, like his, I guess his, uh, adopted sister or whatever, and she's already moved out of the house, but she had come back, and she'd been hanging out for a little bit, and she basically told him, like, she knew about the money, 
and she was going to fucking clean the place out, and she was going to dip out. And so Sean comes to school, and he's like, hey, guys, like, my sister, she just told me this shit. Um, if we want to get some of that money, we're going to have to do it now. And uh, once she takes it, then we'll be fucking scot-free because, you know, she'll have left with the money, and they'll only be looking for her. So she came up with all these plans and all this shit, and uh, let's just say things weren't – like, we, I came up with, like, the perfect plan. We'd roll out there, right? There's, like, five or six bags. Take a little bit out of each one. No one ever knows that a little bit's missing out of each one. And fucking um, then we just kind of lay low with it, you know what I mean? I'll take it, hide it. I had a plan to, like, put it underneath my bridge and shit like that, like all these different little plans and shit like that. And so we go to roll out there, and first off, Billy dips out on us, like, fucking immediately. Um, and uh, it's me, Dakota, and Dean roll out there. We fucking creep up on the house. Like, it was, like, fucking, like, you know, like, spy movie fucking creeping up. There's, like, a floodlight comes on, fucking scares the shit out of everybody, you know? And, like, we all, like, chill out, and then we fucking get to the truck. And, like, I'm sitting there looking at the fucking bags. I'm like, okay, what do we need to do to get these open? Like, you know, without anybody seeing and shit. And then fucking Dakota's big ass just fucking grabs one of the bags takes off running through this fucking guy's garden with size 14 fucking J's on and fucking runs all the way back to the car, which is like a half mile away, and we fucking run back up there, and basically at that point we just knew that we were fucked. So we are like, we just gotta go home, fucking deal with this money however we can. At this point we gotta roll with what's happened because it's already fucking happened. So we go to the house, spend all fucking night counting this fucking bag up. There's like well over $100,000 in there. I think it... I want I don't remember the exact figure, but I know it was over a hundred. It was like a hundred and twenty something thousand and apparently whenever the cops now that I've kinda looked into it a little bit more and uh, my buddy Nick is actually working on a documentary for it and stuff like that. But the cops reported just from what they found was eighty eight thousand or something like that, I think it was, or seventy eight thousand or something like that, and let's just say there was money missing like here and there, you know what I mean? I ended up with just a little bit of it, you know, which I actually ended up giving to grandma once everything kind of went downhill. But so, um, we fucking divide it up. I keep mine, Dean's, and, um, uh, Sean's shares at the house because the Dean didn't want to take his, or, uh, Jordan Dean, he didn't want to take his with him. Um, Sean wasn't there to get his. Um, Dakota wanted to take his and he wanted to take Billy's because he was going to, because we still decided we were going to give Billy a little bit, you know, because he had been in the whole situation. So we are going to give him, like, seven grand or some shit, you know what I mean? So Dakota takes off with his and uh, Billy's parts, and fucking, I guess he goes and, like, does a few things with it and whatnot, kind of in the meantime. And uh, while, so, uh, before I can do anything, this is, like, fucking six in the morning. We have to go to fucking school that next day. So I basically take the... Money, I put it in this fucking lockbox, and I bury it in the bottom of my fucking closet. And, uh... And, yeah, so... um, I kind of forget about it, and, like, I'm just like, okay, it's hidden, you know what I mean? Like, let's just go about our business kind of regular, you know what I mean? And then the next day, Billy is hitting everybody up, and he's like, hey, does anybody want to go to fucking Hot Springs with me? Um, And nobody was able to go, and I was like, fuck it, I'll go with you, you know what I mean? So we ended up rolling with him and, like, our buddy Bradley and shit like that. And we went up to Hot Springs, and we spent a couple hours up there. We're headed home, and it's not terribly late. It's, like, 7 or 8 at night, you know what I mean? Nothing crazy, and my fucking grandma starts calling me a whole bunch, and, like, I'm, like, tripping out, like, like, why the fuck is she calling so much? Like, she's just going to call and bitch at me, basically, because I'm not home right now, and so I don't fucking answer the phone. Um, And she calls me probably, like, 
10 or 12 times before I get home, but I was like 15, 20 minutes away, so I was like, dude, I'm just going to fucking, you know, just kind of make it there, deal with it whenever I get there, you know what I mean? And so I show up, back at the house, grandma's in the fucking living room with uh, Autumn and Brittany, or, yeah, I think it was Autumn and Brittany, and she's got a bottle of vodka out, and they're all just fucking sitting there taking drinks, and uh, I walk in, and grandma tells me this whole story about how... The cops had showed up, told her that there was something going on, and she didn't fucking believe him, so she wasn't even going to let him in the house, but they ended up in the house, and they're like, we need to check his room, and she wouldn't let him in my room. Apparently, they stood there for like an hour just giving her hell, telling her all this bullshit, and uh, she eventually fucking uh, let him in my room, and uh, I guess one of the sisters was like, I'm not going to have you fucking just tear up this room, so they just fucking... Uh, showed him where it was, and they fucking take the money. Grandma's, like, asking him to fucking count it there so that she knows what where, what I'm getting in trouble for, and they, like, refuse, and they fucking take the money, and they leave. And so whenever I get home, she's telling me all this shit, so I just fucking, um, give me just a second, dude. So, where the fuck was I? Sorry, dude. My cat was over there fucking tearing shit up. Driving me crazy. Um, so, I show up. Um, Grandma tells me all this stuff. And I'm like, fuck it. Um, I'm just going to have to go and turn myself in, basically. Um, so, I leave the house. I drive up to the fucking... Um, to the whatever the fuck. Um, to the courthouse. And... Uh, I go in, um, they run my fingerprints and all that bullshit, and then they sit me down, they're like reading me my rights, and they're like, hey, we're going to ask you a few questions, and I was like, oh, I just want my fucking lawyer, I'm going home, I'm already bailed out, or whatever, and fucking, um, like I just tell them I just want my lawyer, and uh, they don't ask me any questions, they just send me on my way, basically. And so I go to leave there, and um, actually before I went to the courthouse, I actually stopped by Billy's house, and I told him, I was like, hey, the cops have already busted uh, Dakota, and before I fucking left for that, I didn't even tell you guys that. I fucking tried to call Dakota. I tried to call Dean. Nobody was answering the phone, so I already knew that shit was up. That's why I ended up just deciding to turn myself in. So before I go to the fucking courthouse, I stop by Billy's house, and I'm like, hey, all this shit's going down. Um, basically, just give me whatever money that you have left because they're going to fucking search the house, and they're going to get that shit. And so he gives me what he had left, which was like 5000 something or whatever the fuck. And so I take that. I put that away. And fucking that's whenever I go turn myself in and like add... Yeah, like, they fucking try to ask me questions and shit, and then I end up just going home. And so, uh... Fucking cat. <laughs> so, uh... Motherfucker, dude. Shut up. <laughs> Damn it. Where was I? Yeah, so, uh... I saw by, got the money from him, turned myself in, went home, fucking didn't sleep at all that night. And then uh, basically end up uh, just talking to Grandma the next day, and I fucking give her that little bit of money that uh, Billy had given me um, because I had talked to Dean, and Billy fucking ratted on us all, like, straight up immediately. So I was like, fuck that, I'm just going to keep this. And I fucking gave it to Grandma. Um, basically, like, told her it was, like, for buying my car or whatever, and, like, uh, I got my car from her and shit. And, uh, yeah, so... Um, turns out uh sean had gotten picked up first so sean got in trouble or like uh the guy basically like confronted sean and was like i know you fucking did it and all this stuff and then sean um got arrested got taken down to the fucking court and um or taken down to the courthouse they started asking him questions fucking threatening him with jail time and all this stuff so he basically told him the whole fucking story 
And then they got a hold of, I don't know if it was Dean or Dakota first, but they found Dakota with, they had his money. Um, they found Dean. He didn't have anything but like a few hundred dollars that he had left from all the other stuff. Um, Dean gets bailed out immediately. Dakota, I think, actually spent a couple of days in jail. And I actually went and used a little bit of that money that I got from Billy to bail Sean out because nobody was going to fucking bail him out. And I wasn't just going to leave him up there. So I bailed him out. He ended up getting to go home. Um, and so, yeah, uh, that was the fucking crazy part of that story. Um, and then after that, um, basically it took like six months for us to go to court. Um, I got kicked off the fucking, uh, soccer team, kinda. So basically coach told me that, uh, he wanted to kick me off the team, but, um, I was one of the better, like one of the best players that we had. So he needed me to kind of help everybody practice and I still wanted to be on the team. So I told him how to do it. But so basically the stipulation was, I could practice every day, but I couldn't play in any of the games. So I could play, I could go to all the games, and I could kind of like coach a little bit, I guess you you would call it, just kind of yelling from the fucking sidelines um, as my team lost every fucking game that year, just about, um, while I sat on the fucking sidelines and practiced with them every day, which that sucked super huge dicks, bro. That was horrible. Um, but, I mean, uh, that's what you fucking get for fucking around, I guess. Um, so, yeah. Um, and so kind of in that time, I was drinking a little bit heavier, you know, um, I didn't have to, I was skipping school plenty, you know what I mean, I guess, like, right after that, coach told me, he was like, yeah, uh, you don't really even have to come to first period, football season's over, I didn't play basketball, fucking, uh, soccer was an only an after-school sport, so the first period class, I wasn't gonna be fucking doing anything anyways, so it was basically like, you don't really have to come, second period, I think, was orientation to teaching, which, that teacher was a fucking dipshit, um, and then after school, after uh, lunch, we had a, a radio and TV, which is our college class. And so we started going to, the, I mean, I went to that most of the time because they actually had, like, um, requirements, you know, for your attendance, which sucked. But, you know, it was a pretty cool class anyways. But so fucking uh, ended up graduating. I'm still waiting to go to court and fucking... Um, they have us on uh, two counts, so uh, felony, breaking and entering, and then theft of property of over 25000 Um And so uh, I go to court. Um, Dakota goes to court first. He gets fucking destroyed with fines and shit because he had a horrible lawyer who didn't even fucking try. Uh, they just went and like took basically the first fucking plea deal that they gave him. Uh, Dean's lawyer did a little bit better, and then my lawyer, Mike Hamby, who's a fucking badass dude, he... Uh, he kind of hooked me up. I still got four years of probation, um, like fifteen hundred or like twelve to fifteen hundred in fines, and then we all had a split restitution, which I think Dakota and Dean basically paid because I wasn't able to pay on it, but they just wanted to kind of get out from under it. So that got paid off pretty quick. I think Dean did most of that, really. But so, uh, yeah. So we ended up doing that. Um, I'm on probation for four years, and then I'm going to college, and. Um, I kind of like have this big falling out with grandma and stuff because I'd been drinking too much, just kind of being mean to everybody. Started hanging out with my buddy Heath all the time, and we'd just go out to fucking Two Mile and like we'd just bring some beers and like talk about all this shit, you know, because uh, I wasn't able to hang out with Dakota or Dean or anybody anymore because we were all in trouble together. Their parents had forbid it, the fucking cops basically. I think there was like a, it's like a, like if you get caught in the same crime, you're not supposed to hang out or whatever the fuck. So, yeah, there's that. So there's that story. 
Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm coming up on the 30-minute mark, so I'm going to take a break for just a second. But, uh, yeah, so that kind of leads up to me going through high school. So I uh, played football, was partying the whole time, you know what I mean? And then all of this shit goes down. I fucking lose all my friends. I end up having my one friend, Heath, like going into whenever I go to leave for college and stuff. Um, and then, uh, have this big falling out with grandma because I'm just being a fucking little shit, basically just fucking drinking all the time and yelling at everybody. And so she kicks me out of the house right before I go to college. And then that's whenever I start like putting shit together to leave Mina to go to Conway where I had, uh, ended up going to school, which, um, yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and, uh, log off here for just a second and then I'll fucking pick this back up here in just a minute. Okay. All right. Bye guys. Okay, guys, so I'm back. Um, so I kind of left that off kind of on like kind of a weird note there, so I kind of just want to tie this whole thing up before I get off of here. So basically, got in a bunch of trouble. Fucking uh, ended up uh, with four years of probation, like some $1,000 in fines or so, you know what I mean? Um, and then I uh, kind of started just being a little shit to everybody because I was pissed off. And uh, basically didn't set myself up. Um, like this was my senior year. I was supposed to be like applying for colleges and stuff and like getting all that shit set up. Um, so basically, um, I, uh, started like getting in trouble with grandma. Um, she eventually kicked me out of the house, but, uh, so I'd been working with, uh, this college called Lion College up in Batesville, Arkansas, and I was supposed to have a soccer scholarship to go there. And they offered me a $12,000 scholarship, but the school was like, I think it ended up being like $28,000 or something like that with uh, for the full tuition or whatever. So I was like, I can't fucking afford that, and I don't have time to piece together a bunch of fucking scholarships to try and make that better, you know what I mean? So I had to come up with something else real fast. So uh, basically I applied for UCA, which was kind of my first choice anyways because, um, I don't know, I just kind of always felt drawn towards that school. And uh, Conway, Olivia had gone to school in Conway at um, CBC. Um so I kind of just felt drawn to that. So I uh, applied there, got fucking picked up real quick. Olivia helped me fill out, like, my uh, Arkansas Challenge and stuff like that. And uh, I just took out a couple of loans to just fucking get me into college. But uh, I didn't have a car. Fucking uh, just got kicked out of the house. I was living with my sister Brittany for a second at the house in town. Um, and so uh, that's kind of where I think I should leave it off for the week. So I'm just prepping to get myself off and go to fucking <laughs> get myself off. No, to get myself out of there and go to fucking college. So, uh, after everything just fucking fell apart on me, you know what I mean? All of that shit had just gone down. I had to fucking basically leave my house, fucking leave leave town and fucking go off to college and try and figure out what the fuck I was going to do with my life, which uh, was fucking impossible. It ended up being a really hard time, and I'll tell you the rest of that uh, next week probably. So, uh Go ahead and fucking uh, like and subscribe all of this shit, man. Um, make sure that you follow on here because I think that's what they're counting. But if you listen to it, that's fucking dope too. That's fine with me. If you're sitting here right now and you're fucking 30-some-odd minutes into it, dude, you're a fucking trooper and I love you. So, yep, do that. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and fucking sign off here again when, like, three minutes later. But uh, just wanted to kind of, like, recap everything for you guys. And uh, I will pick this up next week. So, uh... Yeah. Bye, guys. Y'all are doing a great job. And, uh, you know, stay deaf and shit, you know.